Abraham in the studio. Your thanks to your local Mitre 10. Friendly service, expert advice, quality brands at great prices. That's mighty helpful Mitre 10. Morning, Matt. Good morning, Will. Good morning, David. Well, we accidentally cost the uh, Labor Party $125,000, Matt. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> Although, conversely, the CFMU should thank us because we saved them a bit of dough. Mm. Exactly. 125 grand back. and Never let John Secker complain about the coverage he gets from us. They got what they wanted anyway, which was... Uh, their image enhanced in the right quarters, yes. not, not probably with the public. There was an inevitability to um, Peter Malinowskis having to give the well, not him personally, but uh, well, you, you the, guys. Executive let's rewind to last week. You were right, Matt, and Will was right. I was wrong. I I didn't think they would hand it back, but mm. you guys said last week that you thought that they would, and clearly the evidence that all well, the, the the allegations that emerged about the carry-on at the Master Builders Association provided Mally with the trigger. It, it, or was it an excuse? He, he had to have something, and he mm, couldn't... Something uh, to change. He, yeah, the politics you, of this was... Are you, he, are you suggesting that somewhere under Peter Malinowskis' desk there's two broken windscreen wipers? <laughs> no, David. No, David, we are not. No, David. <laughs> we are not. But I'm certainly not suggesting that. No, no. <laughs> but... One broken, well, one broken windscreen wiper. Was it two? Anyway. Two, I think. Two yeah, broken windscreen them. wipers on Will Frogley, NBA boss's mm. uh, car, was the catalyst for um, uh, Peter Malinowskis apparently realising that this is vandalism and the sort of industrial relations we can't have. Um, even though he was under pressure from, you know, very, I, I think, uh, probably the most convincing play I've seen from the opposition or from the Liberal Party, both in opposition and in government, in prosecuting a case, um, to give the money to a domestic violence charity. Now, Peter Malinowskis couldn't do that. That that would be, you know, that that would be admitting they're taking money from a union that's got some, you know, baggage, real baggage on that front. So uh, he had to have a trigger, and the trigger was um, his concern about a sticker being put on an MBA field car saying CFMEU uh, and a bent windscreen wiper on Will Frogley's car. And I think that's, well, it, it, wasn't a, it was a reason for him to act. Mm. A pretty flimsy one, really. He didn't need that. There was plenty, there's plenty of evidence. Well, I, I mean, think if the police it, are looking you've for seen the video windscreen them, wiper culprits around Adelaide, they're going to be very bloody busy. <laughs> 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 but don't you think it was one of those little signals that, like, yeah, you, like as, as the state's lady, you'd look at that and go, hmm. so every time something like this happens, it's on me. So he just had to sever the tie. Because, I mean, Blakey's been having a field day with it. The, and Blakey's been brilliant. I was laughing, but the, head off when he's... CFMU releases its first single. <laughs> like, I had people in the building industry yesterday going, hey, mate, can you text me, can you text me Blakey's sketch? Like, yeah. when you've become the stuff of parody... And I know for a fact that the Premier saw that video last week and was going... That's it. You mm. don't... <laughs> you don't. What do I have to do to get this off my desk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. Is, is the thing. But it took him a long time to come to that. I think it took him... Because um, he, he's not used to having to do backflips. Mm. So I don't think he's ever had to do one in his career Yeah, so I don't far. think he has. So, no, uh, you're right. It's like, oh, how do I do this? How do you assess the damage then? Is it is it permanent? Does the mud stick? Or do you think they acted swiftly enough that by, by the time we go to the polls in, what, three and a half years' time, people, this will be long forgotten? Uh, 
I, I think, it, well, they've given the money back. They've, they've sort of, you know, officially severed the ties. It, I don't think it'll be a big vote changer come three and a half years' time. No. Um, but one, one thing now, I got an email this morning on an account. I've got quite a lot of email accounts. Um, it, mainly, I use it for if you know, like accounts with Tackle mm. Tackle World or BCF or BCF. <laughs> Snowy's Outdoors and, or the, and the odd disgruntled liberal source. Yeah, and so this is your this, recreational account. It, it, and I got this one. So not many people have got it, and I occasionally give it to you know political parties if they want to send me emails. Um, this one's from Concerned Liberals. Oh, okay. And it's on a Proton Mail account now. Um, Proton Mail is an account where you can remain invisible. Your your identity is pretty well covered. Apparently, I don't um, have. I got a Proton Mail account. I might have. Anyway, this says. Uh, now, can I just preface this by saying I don't know who Concerned Liberals are, mm. and this could be from Concerned Labor in inverted commas. Mm, mm, mm. But does Spears really want the job, it says? We parted the seas for this guy to be leader, gave him a massive opportunity. Now we have an issue damaging the government, and he spent the weekend cruising the Whit Sundays on a millionaire's yacht. His last media appearance was the 18th of July. That was more than three weeks ago. It goes on to say a lot of us put aside our differences and backed in, backed him in to be leader. We're starting to realise we've made a big mistake. He went um, to Scotland to see his family, didn't he? Well, that's not, yeah. Now... <laughs> I reckon the opposition leader could go missing for, at this stage of the electoral cycle, can go missing for sort of two or three months and it wouldn't make any difference come the next election. Um, but that's an interesting email, if it is from concerned Liberals within his own ranks. But the, the question, question I've got is a, a, another one, and that is, why have they been so effective when he's not there? <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> like, they're really... They really have been sort of coordinated and forceful, and well, it was funny. And that's though, a, that's the bigger question for me. We did a breaking eight on it the other day yeah. because um, Peter Malinowskis took two weeks off, overlapping with school holidays. Normally, and you think back to Scott Morrison and all of the flack he yeah. copped for Hawaii, and obviously in the midst of a bushfire, but the opposition could have very easily turned around when the Premier had his two-week break and said, oh, so here we go, 12 weeks <laughs> after the state election in the middle of mm. a new Omicron wave when ambulance ramping still hasn't been fixed and there's a cost-of-living crisis, where's the Premier? Mm. Yes. Not a peep. And I'm not saying that that's a valid line, but I'm saying... For, it's for, a line. It's <laughs> a line, and, and politics is about opportunism, so why not run it? <laughs> Well, the reason they didn't run it is because their bloke had his bags packed and was about to go. Had the, had the, kilt, had the kilt packed in the... There are those funny sort of Cold War-esque sensibilities sometimes in politics. Yeah. Like, you rarely hear opposition pairs getting tackled publicly. If there's a pair because someone has an absent yeah, yeah. in Parliament because oh, we're going to need one at some point in time and someone's going to have something else to go to. It's kind of just considered a no-go zone, like... Like holidays have been clearly in this yeah. instance. Particularly school holidays, you've got a young family. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's not bring this stuff up and make That's everyone's right. life more difficult. <laughs> hey, Matt, Will made a good point this morning. We we're chatting off air about this, but the fact that he picked up, that Peter Malinowskis picked up the phone to the new immigration minister, Andrew Giles, and he said, hey, listen, we've got this lovely family here in Adelaide who are about to get the, get the bums rush and get kicked out. Do you reckon you could have a bit of a look at it? 
there's a there's a few pointers now, and we we made a bit of a list. Him saying we're not going back to mask mandates. Him saying I am not going to let the city council decide uh, how the city runs when it comes to big events like the the Harvest Festival. The fact that he's read the tea leaves properly, albeit awkwardly, over the CFMEU. He's he's much more interventionist, isn't oh, yeah. he, in his style, and it's and it's probably going to play well for him in the long run, isn't it? I, well, I, I I think so because they're um they're populist issues, and you know the idea of uh, politics is to be popular, <laughs> so, uh, because the the reverse of that is you're unpopular, mm. and if if you're unpopular for long enough, you lose. So yeah, he is he, he's populist, well, but, what, but he's also activist. No, I, yeah. I think it's just smart. I mean, if there's a good local issue, um, get on it, and and you you believe it, and I think he, he does on those. You get you get on it, you do something. What, what I can't get a proper gauge of is is he, is he particularly populist, or are we just coming off the least populist leader? Premier in recent history, because Stephen Marshall was allergic to intervening in things that had short-term political game that might have been, you know, spurious like interventions. Like, otherwise, like winning, you mean? Or- yeah, like winning. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Actually, I, to be honest, I think there's if you can, you can count instances in the last few decades, maybe forever, in the Liberal Party in this state being allergic to doing the obvious politically populist thing, because ranks are often filled with people that have come from outside and have this. Uh, I'll show these politicians how it's done. You don't need to play politics kind of tutting view because they they say, well, this plays well with my mates, not realising that your mates aren't the issue to win an election. And Mm. I think it's actually Mm. endemic. And seeing the contrast between Stephen Marshall and Peter Malinowskis in this last year has laid that bare for me. I mean, Mm. I see Mm. it even now, um, and he's been out of politics a long time, uh, with John Olsen, former uh, Mm. Liberal Premier, uh, who, who wasn't populist uh and i i see elements of that in his handling I, I, don't ever get me involved in a sports commentator okay but i am a, <laughs> I, I, you know i am an interested observer of the politics of 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 the game you're a master of spin and and uh watching him talk about it uh, coming out and i'm thinking and then he was asked about mark prosciutto and you know that's not on what was it not on the, the not, agenda not on the not agenda, on the, not on yeah. the agenda. Mm, well why not <laughs> I mean, you know, why not? Uh, it, it, yes. So, so I watched John. Ol- I'm not going to go much further. Yeah, on that, but I, I watched. I watched John Olson, and I think you know, you, you, when you talk like that, when he talks like that, it reminds me of how he was as mm. as premier. You know, there's sort of almost a there's a bit of a stubbornness there, and yep. a. Not a refusal, but a difficulty in, in seeing what the rest of the community is seeing sometimes. Part of it, I think, is the liberal weakness for thinking, well, hang on, we're just focusing on the fundamentals. Surely that's enough. Yeah. yeah. And, and that was Stephen Marshall's mantra throughout the election campaign where he lost almost every seat that he held. <laughs> All right, let's write some spoon. Now, I could use a Chinese ambassador. Um, <laughs> what about that guy? Did he spit, I'll spit let you use your imagination. Um <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of the most chilling, oh, <laughs> yeah. chilling things anyone's... My word. Yeah. Um, now, this is Matthew Guy. Um, he's the Victorian... Uh, he, he has a misfortune to be Victoria's Liberal um, opposition leader. <laughs> What's um, second prize? And he's being interviewed, and it's a hilarious interview, um, because you wonder, if you're not going to answer any of these questions, why are you bothering on going on 3AW Drive's um, program with Tom Elliott? And Tom Elliott was asking him... Um, 
about his um, chief, former chief of staff who had resigned after it emerged that he'd asked a Liberal Party donor to make more than $100,000 in payments to his private business outside of his taxpayer-funded salary. So Tom Elliott was boring in on this and Matthew Guy was digging in. His, his emails say that you actually agreed to the scheme. Is that true? Well, if something was agreed to, why did it never take place? Well, according to the age, it didn't take place because the donor was the one who said no to it. Would you believe everything you read in the age with great respect? No, I wouldn't, and that's why I'm asking you directly, and you can just set the record straight here and we'll move on. I've said over and over again, if I'd agreed to something, then what the biggest indication to yourself should be that nothing took place. <laughs> there you are. If okay. a tree falls in the forest <laughs> and there's nobody there, does it make a sound? <laughs> I'm giving uh, Matty Guy... Four out of ten. Get on you, Matt. Look forward to your future in sports commentary as well. Oh, yeah, I think right. it's an exciting new, uh, exciting new leaf you've overturned. Long time coming. Boundary rider, Matt Abraham. <laughs>